Garage Band Machine. Here we are. Here we are. This is a. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good clap. Gotta set up that clap. Just get that fly. Get it. Get that fly. That's right. Slab it. Doesn't deserve to be here. I've got absolutely no rhythm. There's no way. <laughs> Can... That's what editing's for, Tyler. Oh, I probably already put that into a song, and it probably opened the show. I can't keep a rhythm. You can't keep a beat? I can't keep a beat. You can eat a beat. I, I still don't like beats. I tried one last summer just to see if I like... But no. which, which I like way? yellow beets, though, if they're roasted with other vegetables. So is it the color that gets you? I don't know, man. I had one when I was a kid, and I puked all over my grandmother's floor, and I just... <laughs> well, you can get beets in different ways. Pickled beets. Pickled beets? I don't like pickled beets. Dude, have have one of those on a burger. This is what you need to mix into the clapping song. Pickled beets <laughs> and a burger. Pickled beets roasted on the fire. Pickled beets. Pickled beets. Today's episode is brought to you by Pickled Beets. Yeah, you can find them in your grandma's cupboard uh, labeled Pickled beets in your grandma's handwriting. All right, we're here. We're back. This is We're Doom Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh. I'm your host. Across from me here in the in the same room, we're sharing the same microphone. It's Tyler Shasma. Hey, we're breathing in the same air. We have the same air to breathe. Going back and forth. We're uh, just it's it's okay. Yeah, but we're we are. One quarter safer. <laughs> one quarter. Yeah, we're, we're a quarter. If we were to, to look at a pie chart, we're we're a quarter to the safest place we could be is if we were both vaccinated, sitting across from each other. But I have I have one vaccination out of the four that we need to get for <laughs> for okay. this um like safety bubble to be safety complete. cube to be absolute. You're going with safe. a cube. I went with bubble. Okay. You know yeah. when like. American gladiators. Kind of. But kind of also like, you know that idea you were talking about where like all the dimensions have to like hit up so it creates like a super force and then like a door opens to other dimensions? I'd talk about those things, yeah. (laughs) Or like, you know those toys where there's like four robot tigers but then you put them together and make one big robot tiger? Transformers? I don't think they're Transformers, they're tigers. (laughs) It's kind of like He-Man versus Tigers. Uh, did I miss something? Anyways, at the I'm talking of about this? four things coming together to create an ultimate force of power and awesomeness and safetyness. Yeah. And right now, we would need to have four vaccinations. Order of the way. You are one part vaccinated for the deadly disease. As of yesterday. As of you, yesterday. You so it's it. not even taken effects yet. No. Actually, I thought I could feel, uh, I could feel the microchip setting in, like, all the conspiracies <laughs> came into me yesterday, and my dog was acting real weird and looking at me weirder. But he's always weird. And if he's looking at me weird and he's like barking at me, I'm like, he knows it's inside of me. He, he knows he I knows got the medicine. Up, right? I got the medicine inside of me. <laughs> or your dog just barks and stares at you a lot. I think he might have got into some poison next door. The neighbor was spraying weeds. Or maybe you got into some poison. I don't know. <laughs> I was definitely into the poison for sure. Like, you could feel it go through you. Yeah, it's not good. I'm not excited for that part. I'm not good with any needles. I'm oh, definitely going to get it. Oh, I thought about you because they, they ask, do you faint often? 
And I'm like, I don't, but yeah. I got a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I start telling the lady. I don't faint often, only when I get needles. Any other situation, I'm most likely not going to faint. Right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be saying a yes when you they ask me a room with, like, 100 people and faint? Because they just do it, like, milk trough style. Just, like... What milk trough? <laughs> I don't know, like you're feeding cows. <laughs> a milk trough? I don't know. Like you, you'd have to understand how a barn works, Brandon. Well, so would you. <laughs> but like, you just you go in and you go into your little trough, a little, yep. your little hut. My and everybody's hut? separated in your little hut. Do we have huts? And this little old lady named Wendy comes in and milks takes me. Your, takes your information and milks you. <laughs> Gives you a little shot, and then you wait, and they're like, you feeling weird yet? <laughs> they come over every couple minutes, you feeling weird yet? Well, it's like when you take acid, that one guy, hey, dude, look, look at my hands, man. <laughs> and then you wait 15 minutes, you get to go home. Okay. I got a weird taste in my mouth, and my dick was real hard. Sounds like you on a normal day. <laughs> real metallic taste in my mouth, and I got an erection. Yeah, last time I had to get blood taken, I had to hang out for like a half hour because like I was so pale. And there's like, you can't drive yet. I'm like, I know. I'll just go sit in the waiting room. Before I went to Australia, I was like almost three years ago. That's the last needle I got. I could probably take my own blood. That's the one. I didn't really watch her stab me. It was so quick. I didn't even feel it. But when I get my blood taken, I get that big juicy fucking oh, worm God. vein. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. That big juicy worm vein. Yep. I just poke it. I like talking about sticking things in my veins too much. <laughs> That's all right. It doesn't affect everyone like it affects me. It's yeah. all good. But uh, yeah, listeners out there, you're probably wondering where we've been. We uh, we didn't announce a hiatus. So we just kind of took one. We just kind of took one. That's the cool thing about this podcast universe. You can you're on your own time. But it is polite to tell people, you know, we might only when have 30 viewers out there, but they might want to. They're kind of like that one guy that just leaves the party without saying goodbye, and then everyone's yeah. like, where the fuck is Frank? We Irish goodbye out of this podcast. Yeah, we just kind of yeah. left. That and was we me had, at parties, by the way. That, that was, was you at parties. You were classic for just disappearing, and we'd be in, like, other cities, and you would disappear. I get too drunk, and uh, I have a button inside my head. Yeah, the go-home button. We used uh, to call it that. The go-home button. No matter where I am, no matter how drunk I am. I will successfully get home. Yeah, in college it'd be like, where the fuck Brandon go? Oh, he must have hit the Brandon go home button. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good escape button. I could get in trouble. I could do horrible things when I'm blackout So you did that to this podcast. You totally Brandon go home button this podcast. Yeah, but I wasn't wasn't drunk. I was... Let's say we had a great last episode with Mark DeBonis. That was awesome. Mark was so kind and great with his time to come on. It's so fucking funny. And then we're like, we're going to do this now. We're going to bring on guests and comedians and our friends and shit. Yeah, the Mufon guy. We just know. Yeah, he was. Mark was. Oh, I know his dive. It was like. Brandon Go Home Button. We were busy. Yeah. Brandon Go Button. But I hit a level of depression. I've never hit before. I don't know. We've all had depression, especially during this pandemic. You know, it's affected everyone. And I thought I was getting out clean. I went through all of 2020. You know, I never really hit any big moments of depression. You were bottling it up. I was bottling it up. Because, like, a crazy thing thing (laughs) fucking happened in the world. Yeah. And, like, I had my meltdowns early. I fucking... (laughs) got got him out of the way. I got him out of the way. Now I'm on the mend. But yeah, no, I just hit a period and I just didn't know how to deal with it because, you know, I've had, you know, I always deal with minor depression through my life. But when something just 
when it just sticks and it's like every day is the same. You're like this. This isn't good. <laughs> so you know, I had to I had to get myself a little better. I had to get myself back on track. You know, it's good to understand your own depression. You know, everyone's different. Everyone has depression for different reasons. Some are external. Some are like you know specific things that are happening in your life. For me, it was like a combination of both. But between a combination of Wim Hof breathing and a few <laughs> nice mushroom sessions, I like. I uh, managed to get myself back on track and just. That's uh, what I like about you, Brandon. When you nose dive and you, you flatline like that, and you figure out like fuck something's going on. Yeah. You always find like the weirdest ways to pull yourself yeah, out of it. I'm a weird guy. Like I'm gonna go like... to Australia for a year. I'm gonna learn how to get real cold. Yeah. Yeah. Wim Hof was uh, it was good that I hit depression in the winter. I could do Wim Hof, which is a breathing exercise, and then you you go into like a cold shower out in the snow for like as long as you can handle it do your breathing and it's supposed to be really good for your body and uh doing that every day getting exercise you know i can't do the wim hof thing i remember fucking uh well manola santanos good buddy of ours and yep. uh mace galoni i remember like years ago another good friend of ours they were both getting into it and talking about like the cold showers and like doing your cold showers so i'm like i'll fucking try it i'll do it and like my body already, my body can't regulate temperature very well because of uh, my organs. And <laughs> well, one of the things your kidneys do is, and for people that don't know, listen to this, I have an old kidney. It's not even mine. I got it from my dad. <laughs> so it's old, right? Yeah. It's like in its 60s. Wow. And uh, so it's doing all my temperature regulation because one of the jobs of your kidneys is to do temperature regulation. So even like this last week that it's been warming up, I'll be outside and fucking have a sweater on. So my temperature regulation is all out of whack. So I'd be in the shower like, oh, I'm going to try this Wim Hof thing fucking Brandon and all these guys are talking about all the time. I start slowing down my breathing. Meditation, fine. I know how to yeah. meditate. Love meditating in the hot. I go out and sit in the sun and meditate all the time. Yeah, I get those sunbeams. Like yeah, I love, I love the sunbeams. But uh, so I start my breathing. I'm like, it's just like that. And I turn in the cold shower and I can't fucking do it. Right away, it I either shut it off it or go bad. back to hot. Are it's... you doing the cold showers? That's what you're doing? I don't do the whole thing. I get my, I get my shit done at the normal temperature and I, f- do, I finish it with the cold. Yeah. You know, I could eventually get to the point, probably in the summer, because it'll be hot anyways, that like a full-on cold shower would be nice. But it's a mental game. you got to get over your head. Like the first 30 seconds is not fun it's not well, i remember so, i remember fucking manola saying that or someone yeah. saying that like yeah it's not supposed to be fun yeah. <laughs> it's not easy yeah you're putting your body through stress you're not putting it in danger but the alarm bells your body is basically sending off is like you know everything going to fucking full gear yeah. like this guy's like fell off an iceberg or something we don't know what's going on Dude, did you see fucking Steve-O's video? I did see Steve. Steve-O, yeah. He, he fucking, they went ice surfing up in fucking Alaska, and then he jumped in the fucking water. Yeah, it was like pure ice slushy. That, and, and I thought about you. I was like, fuck, Brandon would do that. No, no, that was too much. Like, and he didn't even seem to fucking care. That guy's so nuts. Yeah. I love that guy. But fuck, uh, yeah, like, were you doing, in the winter, were you going outside in the snow? Or, like, no. I saw a lot of people going down to the beach and doing, like, the winter I never polar bear dips. I never made it there. It's April, almost May. I might go to the lake soon. It's still going to be 
freaking cold. But no polar bear dips this morning. No, but I didn't go in the backyard because I live with my girlfriend and her and her parents at the moment, and uh, I don't think they would understand. <laughs> Just me sitting outside in the backyard. And like your boxer shorts, too. Yeah. Like I used to do it when I lived in Kitchener. I used to sit out my balcony, like wave at my neighbors yeah, in my underwear. have been doing it for a couple of years. On and off. Yeah. It's, uh... We got yeah, related to it to help fight this depression, and it worked? Yeah, that, and like, uh, like, I don't know if people know, like, there's a lot of research right now about psilocybin mushrooms and how they're able to help the pressure. There's a research facility going in in Norfolk County, just south of us. That's wild. Some depressed uh, farmers are going to go there and just trip out. It's going to be great. Mr. Uh, Ryan Vandenbush, ex-NHL player, I think. There was a National Post article. I meant He's to putting read it in? It. I meant to read it. He's a part of it. Amazing. He's, Great guy. Uh, yeah, good guy. But, uh, yeah, I, just, I saw a National Post article. And I didn't read the whole thing, but they are putting in a... A mushroom research facility in Norfolk, and Vandenbush has something to do with it. That's the future, man. This is this is gonna get us through all this fucking painful depression our society is going through. Like it's it's not all just like thing little things happening in your life. Like whatever these mushrooms are doing, like they really bring you inside yourself. You really get a good look at yourself. Is one way they do, but in a chemical sense, they're connecting parts of the brain that aren't normally connected. And are able to kind of combat habits and, you know, bad thinking and like negative thoughts and kind of, you know, repeatedly thinking about these horrible negative things. Yes. It kind of eliminates that completely. Like, I don't know what happens to you when you get depressed, but it's like I get possessed by a demon that just sits. It's like a conscious. It just sits on my shoulder. Yeah. And just everything good in my life, it just shits off. <laughs> just like, yeah. And I just start convincing myself that it's right. And having this mushroom trip, which I did you by get myself, stuck in those those depression loops of like, well, yeah. I'm not gonna do anything. Everything I do sucks. And it's like, fuck, I've actually done some cool shit. And exactly. that's where I usually have to take my focus. And it's usually either a lot of meditation and just like, no, you've done some cool shit. You're fucking alive. You're breathing air. You have sun. The trees are cool. Like yeah, <laughs> there's things are cool. And like you start thinking like I've done some cool shit and I can do more cool shit. So that usually yeah. helps. So usually just sometimes it's hard just to get a foot in just to even recognize that. Like I was getting to the point like yeah, like I know what makes me happy, but it's not working. Yeah. And I knew you just need a foot in the door and you can I can climb out the rest of the way kind of thing. So that's when I like that's why I wanted to do the mushrooms. And I did them by myself in the basement in darkness. I did about three grams and it was incredible. I listened to classical music. So like I always like I never know what to do before it comes on. I just go in this panic mode because I know like time's running out. I'm like trying to build like a playlist of like Mozart, but it Beethoven. <laughs> But you're thinking too much about it. I know, it. You I just got to let whatever... I do. I, I eventually let it go. And it was weird. Like, I forgot how strange mushrooms can be, especially when you're <laughs> by yourself in the dark. Yeah, those are some strange times. I have I have also experienced that, to you be know. honest, on this podcast that we're honest. And for the same reasons, for helping in depressed, shitty times. And it's always helped, and I've never not learned something yeah. during one of those times. And it's been a while for me right now. But uh, the alone in the dark scenario is very helpful. The two or three times I've done that. Yeah, it could be scary, but that's part of the. That's really part of it, right? Like it just, you know, it makes up for what's not there. It's, yeah. you know, you're not exactly hallucinating, but 
what is in your vision is more vibrant. Like, I had my eyes closed anyways. And, like, yeah. I wasn't... I had, a, like, the closest thing to a vision. I just envisioned this weird headless demon that was, like, I, on this control panel, right? And he kept running around this room, and he's, like, hitting switches and shit. And I don't know what it is, but I'm watching it, and it's playing, like, this really scratchy animated movie, right? And, like, just flickers of it. And then I can see myself, I recognize, going up a set of stairs into this room. <laughs> Sweet. And then I'm just... I just run up to this headless demon and I hug it, and it doesn't seem to be happy with that. But I just hold on to it. You have a history with hugging your demons. Hugging my demons. <laughs> you gotta hug it. Oh, well, I never realized until now that you gotta hug your demons. I think you do have to hug your demons. They may not enjoy it. They might squirm their way out of it like a annoyed cat that just doesn't want to be picked up. But sometimes you just gotta give your demons a hug, even if even if it's for you just to recognize. Yeah, go up there, tickle their balls. It's it's harmless. Take and your like, demon's balls. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not not actually possessed by a demon. But if I actually imagine my depression, do you know I, that though? That depression was a demon. Good, that was be. possessing you. I'm saying so you got to get that out of there. If I envision it like that, blow it out like a big demon booger. <laughs> if I envision it, my depression as a demon, as like a totally supernatural entity that's separate from myself. It helps me get over it better. And I've hit humps since that where I'm falling into depression. And I just recognize it as this, oh, this guy again. Oh, welcome back, you headless fucker. Yeah, you want another fuck. hug? Come here. Come sit on Papa's lap. And I just like... You might not have a hug uh, or a head. You might not have a head, but I'm going to hug you. It's it's a mental battle and that helps me battle it much easier. As weird as it that's is. That's good. But, you know, I'm glad you found the tools you need to battle that. That's And that's what like the toughest thing about individual mental health is for people is finding those tools that they need individually to sort out their shit yeah and like um an existential fears and angst is part of that too it's all trial and error like nobody fucking knows what's gonna work for you to make you feel better man like you it's all trial and error i fucking did therapy with this old lady barbara down it was online yeah and like all i did was talk to this old lady once a week for like seven eight months and it was just like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm like, now I got this old lady that I talked to, yeah. and like it's, she hel- talk back. it's helping. Sometimes she'd talk back, sometimes she wouldn't. She'd just go silent, <laughs> and I'd go silent. Are you just calling some lady a retirement home on Zoom? <laughs> you think no, you're a grandson? she's super nice, and she might hear this. I don't know. Maybe Hello, she's, she's not following me. <laughs> but she, she was super nice, and it was super helpful just to have that outlet, and it worked for me, and fucking meditation works and fucking whatever works for you is yeah. all I'm trying to say and you're never it's just nice like, there's no shame in it don't feel fucking bad about it do what you gotta do to make yourself feel better that you're only on you only get one lap around this fucking yeah. thing so and like it's not gonna go you away can. you're not gonna like go and do some big cure all like people do ayahuasca to like get rid of their addictions or their depression like it's just a step in the right direction it's all up to the person it just helps yeah. you understand yourself a little more, and you can get yourself out of these holes because you understand it a little bit. Want to see a video of me doing yoga? <laughs> oh sure. Yeah, you know, everyone's like, send it to me, and we'll make sure we play it on the video. Well, the podcast. the big thing is like, 
fucking everybody. That's what people. Social media is the worst. Like I like social media or whatever. Yeah. And I see a lot of yoga accounts and like meditation accounts, and they keep people accountable. And I think it gives people a thing to see, and and they like it and they share their stuff. But I would never share. And now I'm gonna share it with you, so you're probably gonna <laughs> share it with people. But I would never share that. <laughs> they don't want that. It's a time lapse. Oh, you just slowly get naked? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Hope you guys enjoyed that yoga video. I, I did. You gotta slow it down so we can follow along next time. But, like, what I mean is if I was to post that, it wouldn't make me happy. No. So do what you have to do to make you happy. I'm still doing the yoga because that what about makes making me fucking other, happy. You think that'll make other people happy? It'll make, it's comical. <clears throat> yeah. So it made you happy, so I'm going to share it to you, and you're going to do what you will with it. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad you found tools within you individually to yeah. make yourself happier, and we're all trying to fucking do that, and that's been a tough thing with this fucking pandemic. Yeah, everyone's going to find... Everyone will figure it out. And like, But having access to psychedelic mushrooms and therapy... And this Norfolk mushroom place opening up, and other places like that. It's a that, research that's gonna thing, help. I think. Yeah. From the article I saw, and I didn't. I'm admitting I didn't read the whole article, <laughs> but uh, I think it's a research facility. Yeah, you know what? Those tools help you get your foot in the door and get going. And I, that's very important that they're researching that now because, you know, whole natural good things are way better than some of these fucking anti-psychotic drugs they have out there and these fucking yeah. antidepressant drugs like those just fucking send people they just mix a, and match like whole... they just give something and you if know. they work they work like yeah. good if you find the thing that works for you that's all is the best thing but like yeah it's a hard thing to actually find you know yeah you track down the source and, and put a stop to it because like at one sense it is a chemical imbalance but whether that's an un something that's in your life is causing it or it's just something wrong with your brain. Like, who knows? But uh, it's good to figure yourself out. That's for yeah. sure. But uh, it's good to be back. The The world is still here. It's still crumbling. Civilization is still collapsing slowly. But uh, Why we, not? We, we had to come back. We had to talk about it. Yeah, you, We're in lockdown. I don't know what number. Uh, three. I think four. This, is... this is the third wave, so I'm guessing the third lockdown. It is the third full lockdown. Which it doesn't seem like people are fucking taking it seriously. And no, I understand because at this point they're like third time it's not it didn't work the first two times, dummy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. It does work. Like I don't know. If it works, it doesn't work. It's, it's fucking... this pulling back and forth thing. Like they you know it's I figure they would drill just... is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I figure, you know, they're making all these different levels and stuff. I figure they would just like slowly change policy and figure things out as they went instead of just like dumping us straight back into a lockdown with hardly any any notice or anything at all and just just make shit up as you go and it's, like it's been a year ignoring making it up as you go. professionals and medical professionals and just you know clearly doug ford doesn't know what he's doing anymore <laughs> he's just his hands are in the air he's just i'm sure he's being told all different things all day long it's gotta be tough. God damn it! It must be a tough job. But we're, you know what? We gotta deal with them. We gotta deal with who we got. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta do the best you can with what you got, and we're trying. You know, Everyone's this is the last trying. push. I think feel like this is the last push. Get over this third wave. All the vaccines are rolling in. Yeah. By fall, we'll be enjoying 
a nice live concert again. Nice live comedy show again. I I hope. I hope but so. like it's gonna actually take vaccines and arms, I think. Yep. And and you just gotta trust medicine. I've taken the gamble on medicine a lot and I know we're just saying how shitty some pills are for people, but some pills fucking work for people and that's great. And fucking you gotta trust medicine a bit. It's helped me out a yeah. it's helped me out a lot. It's gonna I feel I'm like the percentage there, of people so. that don't want the vaccine are fairly small. You know, like easy it's to spot. Fucking knuckleheads. It's all knuckleheads. And I get it. Be a knucklehead because you want to be a knucklehead. Like, it'll get to a point where they won't even need to get it because there'll be enough people who have it, right? But just, and then the knuckleheads win, which is unfortunate. But uh, who there's, cares? there's just people that you know they like to just push buttons, and I get it. Or they actually feel that way, and then they're just as long as people aren't hate driven if you're hate driven you're like oh, i'll take over vaccines or i don't know fucking my dog looked at me weird maybe there's microchips in me now but <laughs> fucking just go along with it for like as much as you need to yeah, see where the microchips take you like yeah. i'm gonna double down i'm gonna get all the vaccines like i'm gonna get you know you i'll get the first one but as they start rolling out and they're more available i'm gonna get all of them just I'll have all the cards. You have to trust medicine to a point. Yeah. Do you think that'll be the new social status, though? Like, I got the, uh, the Pfizer. I got the Mendoza. You just got these flashy cards, right? To get in. You get into these high clubs. Because, like, look how vaccinated I am. Yeah. Four it's cards. already like that. Like, <laughs> you can't go to certain countries unless you have certain vaccinations. It's, it's temporary. It all sounds like... I get what all the people are thinking, like, this is some totalitarian shit. Like, Put it in me. Like, like yeah. It is, but it's for... Not for a, no reason. I don't think these policies are going to stay once we're all vaccinated. And if they do, we'll, we'll stand up and fight. <laughs> but until then... I don't know. Fucking... Just... Yeah. Live it day by day. Live it day by day. <laughs> We'll you know, it. you know another major change in my life happened recently. What? I got a handlebar mustache. <laughs> yeah. I've had it a week now, and it feels good. I've never been able to go full handlebar because I can't connect right there. Neither have I. So I just I got straight duster for going on twelve years now, bud. That's impressive. What's uh... you were there the day the decision was made? We were driving out to the east coast of Canada. Yeah, you just you just kept the hair going. And like, I'm gonna try. I said it out. I'm gonna grow a mustache for this trip because we're we're and I was like 22. I think so. 21, 22, so 10 years. Yeah, I think I think 2010 would have been the our first trip out there, and that was the time. So 2010 to 2020, 10-year ten ten year mustache right here. Decade, That's pretty good. Decade-old duster. Is that what's going to happen with me? Am I going to hold on to this thing? I don't know. We'll it's, see. It's a good test run. Like, cause this just happens. Same thing. I had bald patches, couldn't connect the, the full handlebar. But I had a beard most of the winter. And like any guy with a beard, when you shave it, you go through the fun stages of just seeing all the wacky facial hair you end up with. Until... You're clean shaven, right? I don't know. Nothing more, nothing less. Just yeah. this mustache. <laughs> but I got to this stage, handlebar, and I'm just like, I, something felt right. I felt more mature. I felt older. I felt more like a man. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> felt like I just had to call everyone brother. And uh, no, I don't know. I like it. But I can't show it off in public because I'm wearing a mask. Do what makes you happy. And I am. Feel it. If it makes you happy, buddy. 
So I might it might be temporary. Just to, it's good to know I can. Like I feel like maybe it's not the right stage in my life, but definitely when I hit forty and above, handlebar, it's gonna be a full on thing. It's more of an old man move. Yes, yeah, go for it now, man. I'll try it on. I'll you don't know that it. you're not an old man right now. That's right. <laughs> and I keep forgetting that I have it, which is which is always entertaining. Yeah. Just seeing myself in the mirror. <laughs> Uh, hey brother <laughs> it's it is good that we are wearing masks right now because we're gonna start showing up to gigs because we work together and they're gonna be like they both have fucking mustaches yeah see that yeah they both have mustaches so is right it, now we're good because we got the masks <laughs> maybe the masks will never not go away uh, we yeah, wear it could shoes. Be fashionable we wear shoes because people are stepping on nails yeah, shoes have been around for a while. I don't think that's going to go away. <laughs> yeah, well, people have been breathing in shit. Maybe people will be like, well, I'll just wear a mask. Hey, there's already people. Japan is a big culture of people wearing masks. We've that, talked about that. On yeah, Facebook. but that's more because they have, they have a cold or a flu, and they don't want other people to get it. And I, no. There'll be some people definitely keep the masks. Like, uh, like ravers. People that like go to raves. They already and had them. Go, I know, and they're gonna for the, keep it. for all the gas, the mustard gas. Yeah, so they must have been so stoked with this pandemic because they're already they already just hang out in basements by themselves and they wear masks in public and it's just like life is following know. our order now. <laughs> this is this is our life now. I don't know much about rave culture. Neither do I. I've never been so to a rave. So shouldn't knock it. No, I, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying they wear a bunch of unnecessary masks, and now they're necessary. I guess so. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so it's been a while, and we haven't talked about UFOs, and a lot has happened since uh, December 2020 when we stopped recording this. Uh, Fill me in, because you're right. We haven't talked about it, and you and I haven't really talked about it. It's, it's exciting stuff. This is the year of the UFO, they're calling it. This year, yeah, big things are happening. The uh, first, the twenty twenty one opened up with uh, the relief bill that finally went out in America to you know actually help their citizens. Yeah. But like Americans do, they just cram a bunch of other things in the bill, right? And in this bill, it was talking about all government agencies, military, CIA, FBI, must release all information and all files they have yeah. on UFOs. And UFO-related things. Uh, going back however long they've been keeping the records. And that just kind of came out of nowhere, I guess, for most people. Like, for me, I've been sitting around waiting for this, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I never s- s- think it would be revealed like this. Like, they just, you know, I they've been trickling things out, right? Those videos, gimbal video and stuff like that. Pentagon saying it's real. But apparently, come June, there's going to be... They're going to be unveiling a lot. Or they're going to be unveiling nothing. A bunch of bullshit. Which is where I have my suspicions. You think it's all bullshit? I don't think it's all bullshit. I think what they plan to do and release is going to be all bullshit. And it's just going to be another way to push the UFO factor into the fringes. Keep it a joke. This is just one theory. Uh, you You don't think... Do you think they're trying to do it in a way so that people don't think it's real and they think it's all a joke again? Yeah, pretty much. You think you're going to see a lot more like sci-fi movies coming out? Um, like I don't they know. Like they did in the could... 80s and shit? 
Yeah, like this isn't the first time the government has like sabotaged the topic of UFOs and just flipped it and made it seem like a joke. At this point in time, do you think that the pandemic had anything to do with like making like it be like a cover up or just so there's something bigger in the news so they can be like ah like get the files out know. now, tell people now. I don't everyone's... think it has anything to do with the you pandemic. You don't think they're connected? It just seems a cool time in history that there's a pandemic and UFO confirmation. It's, it's it's a crazy time. There's a lot of crazy things happening. But this push for um, just the government to just unveil it, what they know has been a push for decades and decades by all kinds of different people. So it's just good timing. Yeah. So it's finally the right amount, the right people are behind it that are able to push it, like senators and governors and stuff. They're, they're the ones who put money behind a UFO program that was happening between like 2010 and 2016. And they're the same ones now that are trying to push this topic and like try and get the government to just say what they know, which is, which is a weird request because you'd think you'd want to be like, let's like at least start this, you know, uh, not so underground operation where we study UFOs and we bring in scientists. It just doesn't need to be so in the dark. Let's just let people more be more open and like so people can come in with like. Reports. But we like keeping secrets. Yeah, they love keeping secrets. <laughs> so this thing of just like tell us everything you know is just What's such Tom a DeLong crazy. Tom say about it. Uh, Tom DeLong <laughs> hooked. They just hooked him in early on. They knew. Because he's been sneaking around the UFO <laughs> field for a long time. Poking around. Yeah. He's been poking around even in his Blink-182 days. Yeah, I know. And they know he's been poking around the same way researchers in the past have been poking around. And what they do is they line these guys up with CIA agents, uh, with top people, they'll say. You know, they're high up clearance, you know, have top secret stuff. And they just feed Men in him. black. Yeah, then just they feed him information. So they're just feeding Tom all the UFO so he stuff. He's, he's got some secrets now. He thinks he's finally found the holy grail because he's getting in, and these CIA agents are like admitting this. Here, look at these files. Look at this. When this has been done before to researchers who at one point were at least taken seriously to the point where they're just like ridiculed or a joke. Isn't that happening now to that guy that you're talking about? That just, there's something you're telling me earlier. Tom DeLong? Not Tom DeLong. Out in the garage. Uh, Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. He, he, no, he's a documentary. He's make documentaries. But you said he got too close to the sun. A little bit, but he thinks he's the sun. That's the problem. (laughs) He's got a big ego problem and he just injects himself in too many of his movies that have great subjects. So he just plants himself. He's just this tattooed fuck who th- he, he thinks he's going to open up this whole disclosure thing. Instagram following. Yeah. He's just, he's making money. Out. He's definitely into this stuff, but like, he's shifty. I don't trust him. But he's a document documentary filmmaker. Yeah. And not an Instagram influencer. He, well, he's what are his other credentials? Bit. Like, does he have alien research, he's or did he play in a fucking pop punk no, band? He's just a filmmaker, and okay. he is most of his stuff about UFOs. But he really so he's puts a, he's in the Tom DeLonge category for sure. He's I think he's being fed stuff. All these top people who have like TV shows stuff about UFOs now, like uh, searching for Bigfoot. Searching, I don't know if Bigfoot's a part of this one. He's an <laughs> alien. Come on, in some crowds. <laughs> But this thing they're trying to push... Boston knows something, man. Yeah. What? <laughs> so they could, you know, 
I could be wrong. This could be all stuff they've been working really hard to get actual information out. But Or it could be the opposite. They could be feeding him bits of facts, bits of bullshit, and you wouldn't really know. And then, like, at some point, they're going to make it seem like a big joke. So that's what I think with this recent video that came out. Um, Jeremy Corbell brought it out. Yeah. He had some sources who leaked it from a, uh, it was a Navy ship that had all these UFOs flying around. Uh, I read the report. It was an incredible report. Uh, for days, they had like different triangle shapes and spheres just circling their, their uh, big ship. And uh, anyways, this video is supposedly from it. It's like a night vision camera from one of like the gunners or whatever. And it's following this blinking triangle. And you're following it in the sky. And it looks pretty wild. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, like, I was, I was stoked. I'm like, this is it. This is, gonna, this is part of the smoking gun here. But then I watched this guy's video basically breaking down these night vision cameras and how they work. And how, the aperture they have in a camera, yeah. it's, a, it's a triangle shape. Right. And when this thing is... When it closes all the way. When it closes all the way, and it's completely out of focus. Because it's a disc aperture. Yeah. yeah. Like a lens. You know how a lens, a lens works. You are yeah. a camera operator. Yes. You've looked at lenses. But just because it's, it's a night vision camera, and it just... When it goes out of focus, any light point is going to turn into like a little triangle. It's going to be the shape of the aperture. Yeah. So when you slow down and watch this video, and you've seen this triangle flying in the sky... Not only is that a triangle, but every little star that's jumping out in the background is also a triangle because it's not in focus. It's closing in the so focus this could ring. Be, yeah. This light that it, they're following could be any. It could be a helicopter, but because of the way it's focused, it looks like a <laughs> flying triangle. Exactly. And that now, anyone with any sort of lens knowledge would know that. And like I have limited lens knowledge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and like even the guy you have that some lens knowledge. Even the guy who like was like leading this uh this, this skeptical idea that it's just the aperture he, he all his other videos i hate because he's like debunking uh like the gimbal ufo and the go fast ufo that are undeniable and it's not everyone like <laughs> undeniable. there's no there's no way to explain it but he's just like it's a pelican <laughs> they're following a pelican it's a pelican i'm like they're in a fucking jet they're not following a pelican pel no it's a pelican yeah but he, he also tries to break it down and, like, why it's a pelican and just... <laughs> but the way he broke this one down, it just made it's total carrying sense. carrying fish in its mouth. It's a pelican. Yeah. Like, it seemed like such an easy way to debunk it. And now the Pentagon has come out saying this is real. It's all over mainstream news. So I think this is going to be, be the video that comes out. Scientists are going to look at it. People are going to debunk it publicly. And they're just going to say, oh, this all this UFO business, it's, you know... There's always a way to debunk it. Yeah, so then the general public will start being like, yeah, I heard that was shit, so nothing's real. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, they won't take anything else seriously, any of these other... And they're sitting on a mountain of footage, too, by the sounds of it. Tom DeLonge? Um, I'm sure he has <laughs> access to some. It's a pelican. But uh, um, Alonzo, I forget the guy's name, he was the head of this program, so he, is full a he had full access to all this... Yeah. And, like, he helped get those original videos leaked and uh, confirmed by the Pentagon. But he's basically saying, like, this is nothing compared to what they have. And the fact that they released this night vision triangle thing, it's confusing. Like, they haven't publicly debunked it yet. 
it's even been brought up to Jeremy Corbell. They're like, what about this theory that's the aperture? And he, all he says is just like, they don't know what they're talking about. Which could be the case. I don't know, man. I think it could be the case, but like they're leading up for a big fall, and I think this report that's going to come out uh, in June is just going to be full of just red tape and just. He sounds like a guy that just got sold out, and he just knows he got sold out. Mm. Every agency is going to come out and say they don't know what's going on. Did it for, and they'll like sprinkle in some cool pictures and videos. Did it for the gram. Did it for the gram. Remember, like, 10, 12 years ago, I had that idea for a phone app. When phone apps were first coming out, that would, yeah. that would like, you could film the sky, and then it would make, like, a UFO. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be that guy. It's a real app now. That great shit. Yeah, it's a filter. They're like, look, you fucking, nobody is who they say they are. Yeah, and these people... We're already making, living in the fucking Matrix. There's a video in Montreal, over the Montreal airport, of these three lights that all of a sudden turn on and move across the sky... And it, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's fake as fuck. But it made the news. Everyone thought it was real. And then it came out. It's like, oh, we're just pranking you. It's like, oh, no shit. But now, like, the whole world sees it as a prank. We've created our own UFOs and aliens now. I know. It's, uh... It's fucked up. That's why it's gonna take a lot to make it, take them seriously. They could just show up in June. Aliens might just show up. I hope so. And they're like, this you... Fucking... Even playing field, just fucking clear the clear the air, clean slate. Hey, we're aliens. You guys are humans. Here you got vaccinated. Yeah, we got some vaccinations too. You want some of this shit? Yeah, let's fucking go. Let's party. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Well, actually, if they show up, whoever's been flying around, what do you think their agenda is? What are they gonna tell us? That we're fucking it up. But they fucked it up too. They're gonna be like, "Hey, you know, the metal and plastic and flying around in spaceships is cool, but it was cool when we saw trees and we saw you guys still had some trees, but you don't got too yeah. many trees left. You should yeah. probably have some more trees. Maybe take care of the trees a bit. Yeah, <laughs> because they're cool. The trees in the water's good too. Don't fuck that up because we fucked that up because they're they obviously fucked up too. Yeah, somewhere maybe not. Maybe they're just. No, I'm certain. Either that or they're going to be all dressed in denim and they know what's up. Like, yeah, denim's the fabric of the future. (laughs) (laughs) Fabric of the universe. Everyone's in denim. That's that's why they came down. I saw you guys had denim, but you should have more denim. We're not seeing enough denim yet. It's like, we saw you made denim, we came down, but then you made nukes and we became concerned. (laughs) Go back a step. Denim was good. Denim, trees, water. Yeah. yeah it's, that's all you need. And then we'll come down and let you into the <laughs> government of the universe. Yeah, I think that's... The treaty. Whatever happened to that? That was another big thing that happened. Um, right before the podcast stopped, I think. Could have been shortly after. Is the Israeli defense minister. Uh, former <laughs> defense minister. I came wasn't out. keeping up on the Israeli okay. defense minister. Well, he came out yeah. saying basically there is a galactic federation of aliens watching over Earth. Of course. Watching our actions. <laughs> Uh, interacting with us, there's actually bases on the moon and Mars. Shit. Um, that was wild. That well, was like, we're going to find the ones on Mars or U.S. Well, with a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They know it's already there. They're not going anywhere near it. There's Wait, gonna did, be they like, bring a hel- did they bring a helicopter to Mars? Uh, yeah, it's part of the the, the new uh, go-kart they brought up there, or the robot, <laughs> or whatever it is. Is it like a drone? Yeah, it's like a drone on top of it. You haven't seen it fly, and they got like aerial shots, and no. 
It's cool, man. I saw some of the ground shots, I think. Mars drone. See, I think, yeah. So Mars yeah. is populated already with robots. For sure. If there is a base there, and we are already mingling with the aliens, maybe this whole Mars effort is like a slow way to integrate us into there instead of just shocking us all at once. We find that there's a alien confederation base under the under the surface. You think they'd have to be all under surface, eh? Yeah. So instead of you know blowing our minds, they'll just be like slowly trickle. Like Elon Musk, he's gonna go there. And he's hosting SNL next week, eh? He's hosting SNL. Yeah. We just let billionaires go on the television. Okay, that's fine. That's a Lauren Michaels thing to do, I guess. Who's the musical guest? Miley Cyrus. They should just switch those. <laughs> <laughs> she's way more funny she's hilarious she can be a host yeah. and he can go play a keyboard or whatever the fuck <laughs> like him and Grimes can just digital hit, yeah, yeah they can make some weird digital music I hope he comes out with a flamethrower probably oh, I bet I bet it's gonna really suck <laughs> and it's not gonna be funny I didn't know like yeah can he talk like is he funny I haven't heard him say anything you, you, his Joe Rogan podcast was... yeah, I don't keep up with old bro Rogan bro Hogan Dugan I like Hogan I like his early if you really want to hear him like what he's like what's he talking Joe Rogan breaks him down a little bit gets him to smoke some pot I saw the memes but then the second episode with him they talk about his neural link which is scary so maybe he's not even going to do like a monologue or anything. He'll just have a robot do it. Yeah, he's going to totally... There's just going to be a hologram. He's he, got writers, so it's going to be fine. Like, Yeah, whatever. He's just he's an awkward genius billionaire. You're right, though. They should switch it and Miley should... Miley's funny. She should host it. Yeah. He's a superhuman, though. So you just let him do it. He probably just wanted to do it, and they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's okay. giving them money. Or Maybe Michael's he's like just, keeping, okay. keeping Saturday Night Live afloat. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. He owns probably owns fucking New York, like the whole place, like or like the whole West Coast, East Coast. Yeah. Now. He owns a lot. He wants to go to Mars. He wants to tunnel into the Earth. He's a he's a supervillain that just hasn't revealed himself as a supervillain. Yeah, he, he probably just stormed like Lauren Michaels' office. Like, I want to host the show. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Or like hooked them, Lauren Michaels, up to a Neuralink and just controlled them. <laughs> yeah. You're going to sign this saying said, I'm no, going to be host. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. But do you know what the Neuralink is? No. They're basically trying to hook computers up to us. Uh, not necessarily, I don't know if it's AI, but essentially they're trying to hook our brains and our nervous system up to this computer program. Yeah. Um, I don't know how really, I don't know if you can see like a computer screen in your head or, or how exactly it works, but it will feed, it's supposed to feed you information, it's supposed to save information. Remember what I was saying earlier about the trees and the water and the it, denim? Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> but it can visualize, it can visualize your dreams. Would you want that? No. You wake Maybe. up one morning and you just, you got a quick time video of like your dream last night? Yeah. I don't think you you've experienced see, like, that same way. You think they can do that? Record your fucking dreams and then play it back to you? That's what they're saying. Like an old fucking Fight Club VHS I have on the table over there. Honestly, like, it sounded wild. I was doing my best to understand what's happening. Like, they're already testing it on pigs. Like, he did some big presentation with a bunch of you pigs. You want to see a pig's dreams? It's probably like, hey. <laughs> 
Eating slop. Slop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking other pigs in the slop. In the, mil- a, in the milk huts. <laughs> we just a three-hour fucking pig slop orgy. It's just like Elon Musk is like, this is the future. <laughs> the future. Look at the pig's dreams. <laughs> Look, they have thoughts and feelings too. Ow, that hurts. I think they were, I think they were just like finding all these brain patterns uh, as they're doing things. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the pigs understand what's happening. Why is it always pigs or rats that they go to first? They're going to similar, like, like we're very close to them DNA-wise, and they have okay. similar nervous systems. So, like, that's why they test on mice so often. I think it has to do with their nervous system and ours. And pigs, like, they're flesh. So we're nothing more than pig rats? Yeah, we're just a bunch of pig rats. <laughs> we, we've made it through. If you had to describe humans to the aliens when they land, that is what you would say. A bunch of pig rats standing on their feet. A bunch of pig rats living in chicken coops in the city. <laughs> oh. That's all we are. Back into my depression now. <laughs> pig rats! We're pig rats. You're a pig rat. I don't think we can go any further than that. No. How long have we been doing this? on pig rats. Well, it'll be shorter than most episodes, but this is a good comeback one. How? What time are we We cut this out and we can keep going. Well, it's 51 minutes. The video's about to die. Oh, 51's fine. Oh, That's yeah. an hour. As long as over 40. Yeah. I think we're over 40. We're good. I think people have been thoroughly entertained. And on pig rats, I think. <laughs> Ending on pig rats.